Hello, have you ever wondered about why we speak and how the different languages that we speak all around the world came to be? Why people speak differently in one way and how you can learn new languages? Well, that's what this podcast is an attempt to show, to explore the 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 awesome awesomeness of learning languages and speaking different languages. Welcome to the Path of the Polyglot. Again, um, yeah, welcome to the show. My name is Adam. I am an aspiring polyglot, or maybe you could say that I have aspirations to polyglottery. To define a polyglot for you, a polyglot is somebody who knows at least six languages at a very, very high level. Not just, hi, how are you, but they can carry on very intelligent conversations in each of those languages. They can speak, they can read, they know the grammar, and uh, generally they don't have any problems speaking to native speakers of that language. So, personally, I would say that I can speak without any problems, well, not without any problems, I don't want to exaggerate, I can say I can speak one language, this language, (laughs) my native language, English, without any problems, or at least, you know, (laughs) without uh, having to... Well, that's a hard thing to say, without any problems, because obviously you have problems, but what I mean, without any of the problems that a a speaker, uh, a learner of the language might have, rather than a speaker of the language. And then I also speak Polish very grammatically incorrectly, but I can understand what's going on around me because my family is bilingual. Um, Well, I'm not the bilingual one. My children are bilingual and my wife is Polish. I live in Poland, so it's really much easier to understand in that kind of situation. And I would say that I have passive knowledge of French, English, uh, sorry, French, Spanish, Italian, Romance uh, languages generally, um, also a little bit worse, but, um, uh, Germanic languages, German, Dutch, I'm, I'm learning. So I, I'm learning a lot of languages generally, and I've always been learning a lot of languages, and I hope generally someday to get to a point where I know I'm a real polyglot and not just an aspiring polyglot. Anyway, that's enough about me and why... Well, I I decided to make this podcast because I love languages. I love learning languages. I love thinking about languages. I love the the game of grammar and vocabulary. So I thought that I would... They say you're supposed to write about what you know and about what you love. So this is my podcast version of that adage. Um, So... This is just going to be a free-flowing exploration of many different many different languages and many different things that I think about when I learn a language. Um, so, uh, let's uh, talk today. And 
there's I, I, it, estimates vary about how many languages there are on the planet. It depends on how you define a language. It's it's a lot like how you define a species, right? Um, you can say this bird, like for example, um, horses and donkeys are different species, but they can have babies. So that's kind of weird, right? And horses and zebras, same thing. So clearly there's some kind of family connection between those two animals. So, and language is kind of a lot like that. So, you know, um, in Poland there is a dialect or language called Śląsk. Um, and uh, some people would say it's a language and some people would say it's a dialect. It's kind of a political question, though, because if you say it's a language, then that region should be more independent from the central government, and the central government, and generally most Polish people, would accept that it's not a language. Same thing in France and, and different things like that. So there's many, many, many languages in the world, uh, many interesting languages, and generally when, when people in... Canada and the United States and England, they in, in Ireland, generally an Anglo-Saxon culture. When you think about uh, languages, you think about languages which are the most close to uh, your culture historically, or like uh, Spanish or French or um, even Gaelic. Gaelic doesn't have a lot of connections to modern English, but still a lot of people like to learn it because it's connected to, or maybe not like to learn it, but want to learn it because it's connected to their family history, or so they, they believe. Um, but that kind of gives you a strange, you know, I understand it, and I, in, in beginning, and to a certain extent, now I'm still motivated by that kind of uh, desire, but it gives you this 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 weird idea about the what the world is like because you know you think that the world is one way but really really it's not so i thought that i would order this podcast series by by going in terms of population so i will talk about the most populous languages first and then go down and there's going to be a lot of surprises in this ordering of things you're going to be like what really that language, people, so many people speak that language? Um, the first one is not a surprise by to, to anyone, of anyone, it shouldn't be. The most, uh, the, the language with the most amount of speakers in the world is Mandarin. And why don't I say Mandarin? I, oh, why don't I say Chinese instead of Mandarin? I say Mandarin because Mandarin is only one group Yes, and, and that's a tricky question too. Is it one language or one group of languages? It's only one group of Chinese languages. It's like people in Spain generally don't call Span Spanish Spanish because it's not Spanish. Because Spa Spain is an area, is a country, right? But they have many different languages in Spain, like Castilian, that's what we would know as Spanish, uh, Catalan, Gallego. Um, Basque, uh, a lot of different things like that. So, yeah, the, uh, China is the same way, but on a much larger uh, scale. So I, I've I've gotten a little bit of um, a little bit of a profile in from Wikipedia. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's a group. Mandarin is a 
is known as Mandarin. Uh, simplified, simplified Chinese, traditional Chinese. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was reading the, uh, I don't know what those are called, the uh, characters rather than the names. Um, anyway, Mandarin is known, I'm going to massacre the name, and my pronunciation in English is generally horrible, so it's going to be horrible in other languages too, so just be forewarned. Um, it's known as Guanhua, which is the speech of officials. It's a group of related varieties of Chinese spoken across most of northern and southwestern China. It includes the Beijing dialect, which is the basis of standard Chinese, which is also referred to as Mandarin. Because most Mandarin dialects are found in the north, the group is sometimes referred to as the northern dialects. When the Mandarin group, and like I said, it's kind of a difficult linguistic question as it's one language or not, but when it's taken as one language, as it is often done in economic Literature has more native speakers, nearly a billion, than any other language. And this is why it's a question of, is it the same language? Without prior knowledge of each other dialects, each other's dialects, speakers of many Mandarin dialects will have difficulty communicating except through the standard language. Nevertheless, there is much less variation across the huge Mandarin area than between the non-Mandarin varieties of Southeast China, which is basically because for two reasons. One, because it was easier to uh, travel in the north because there wasn't very many mountains, and in the south of China there's many more mountains, so it's much more difficult. And the other reason is generally it's the capital language. So the capital is located in this area, so government officials speak this language. So if you want, if you wanted in the past and now to get on in society, you needed to know that language. And it's also similar to the reason why when we think of France and French, we think about one particular variety of French that was popular in the French area, and that kind of overcame all other varieties of French. Not not, not to mention other different uh, Romance languages and uh, other native languages in France, like uh, Breton and uh, Basque. So in China, it's the same way. Um, it is the national language of the People's Republic of China and the Republic of China. So that is uh, the Communist uh, China and Taiwan. And it's one of the four official languages of Singapore. And of course... It is one of the languages that is spread all around the world through a very large immigrant community. Basically, go into any big city, any country in the world, I think, and you can find somebody speaking Chinese. Um, so what? So I'm going to give you now a little bit, and I, and I'll do this for every episode. I'm going to give you a little bit of. An example of what Chinese actually sounds like. I'm sure you know, but um, when you hear... We're going to play a little bit of a game, actually. Yes, it's going to be a game. So when you hear this ep- this uh, little clip that I'm going to play, uh, I want you to try and try and think about what, what it is and, you know, what they're talking about. If you speak Chinese, then probably... If you speak Mandarin, sorry, you, you probably know what they're talking about immediately, but it, it would just be an interesting little 
little experience. Um, it's about 2 minutes and 36 seconds long, and if you don't know any Chinese at all, it might be a little bit long for you, but I feel, and I didn't say this in my introduction to the entire series, but uh, I'm an English teacher. I teach English as a second language, and a lot of people think that it's really, really hard to listen to real English. Um, but if you want to get accustomed to a language, you have to hear it. And this is only 2 minutes and 36 seconds of your life. Okay? So I'm going to start to play it right now, and then I'll tell you what it's about. Now let's introduce the founder of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh 他的奶奶就说中文 Christina是你的太太第二我觉得是不是我想要学习中国文中国是伟大的国家我觉得学习语言帮助我学习文化所以我学习学习语言 Okay, um, yeah, I said, let's play a game, and then the uh, announcer introduces exactly who it was. Yeah, so if you didn't, if you didn't catch the the announcer, and, and maybe you didn't, you didn't because of my little psychological warfare before that, where I, where I, you know, I tried to suppress your your knowledge of what was going to happen earlier, uh, later. Um, that was Mark Zuckerberg, the founder, of course, of Facebook, and he was in um, Beijing for some kind of technology conference, and his wife, I don't, I don't know, I don't know very much about Mark Zuckerberg, because I'm not interested in that kind of technology, 
Um, and, and I hate it when people say that, oh, I'm not interested in that kind of thing, and it makes it sound like, you know, it's, it's, they think it's beneath them. It's, it's not beneath me, it's just I'm, it's something I'm not interested in. Um, but, but anyway, if you know about Mark Zuckerberg, he's married and his wife is uh, an American, but she comes from a Chinese family. So uh, what, what he's saying in the clip is that he is trying to... Uh, he like introduces himself and he talks about um, why he speaks Chinese. He speaks Chinese because of his wife and he wants to talk to his mother-in-law or his grandmother-in-law and something like that. And the Chinese audience is really, really grateful for any Westerner who comes in and, and speaks in Chinese. Uh, yeah, and I think that's it's kind of nice because, you know, uh, when you speak English, and most of the people who are listening to this podcast, I'm sure, speak English, because why would you be listening to it if you don't speak English? It's it's an advantage for you, but it's kind of culturally imperialistic. Um, and, uh, wow, he just got really political all of a sudden. I, I don't mean it in a political way, but... It, you know, when you speak English and you go in the world, you have this this impression that people you meet should speak English, right? And a lot of them don't, right? But l let's say hypothetical straw man American tourist goes to some country like Poland and expects people to speak English to them, and when they don't speak English, it's never the tourist's problem. It's their problem because they're not educated. And you see how weird that is? So it's kind of, a, I think it's a weird uh, clip and a telling clip that Chinese people were like, oh, wow, he's really trying to speak. He really can speak Chinese. Wow. Or Mandarin, sorry. He really can speak Mandarin. Wow, that's that's really great. Um, yeah, so just, just think about that. That's one of my, my arguments for learning different languages is because it makes you a citizen of the world. Um, and... I know we're gonna we're going on into an era where there's going to be automatic translation, but I just think it's it's something you can do that helps your brain anyway to keep your brain active. And I'm gonna do one more thing on this episode. I'm gonna see if it works. I'm going to show you some. I, I'm going to call this section, Adam Does Memorize. And Memorize is a lovely, lovely thing where you can uh, you can learn different languages and you can learn vocabulary and grammar connected to different languages. And I'm learning Mandarin right now. I'm on level one, so I'm not doing very well. Well, I'm just beginning. And hopefully you can hear the sound. Hopefully it will make a sound. I'm going to, when you go to Memorize... Uh, you have different sections. You have learn new words, classic review, and speed review. I'm going to do speed review because classic review in Mandarin um, involves me trying to do the characters. And I'm not very good at the characters. And I'm not very good at Asian languages generally, but I'm going to try. So here we go. I'm starting. I have a screen. I need to know the name. Name. Yeah. How are you? Ah, no, got it wrong. Oh, no. Uh... That's your name is? That's cheers? What's also? Oh. Yeah. That's also? 
对不起。I'm sorry. Oh, that should be Shenmei. What? And you? 你呢？是的。That's right. Uh. 你叫什么名字？谢谢。Thank you. 我也很好。I'm also well. And this is just a character. Oh, that meant well, good, and I ran out of hearts, so my review is done there. And I think that was a good, good, good、uh, point to stop. Anyway, so that is my introduction to Mandarin, and I know probably you have already had some introduction to Mandarin because it's weird. I mean, it's one of the most popular languages in the world. And I think people are are more and more people are learning it, and and that's great. But it has such a a small influence on on popular culture. Maybe maybe it'll be different around the world. But you know, when you look at a Hollywood movie, Hollywood movies now they're being made for Chinese tastes, right? Because it's a really big market. It's not coming the other way. It's more like, you know, you know.、Um, American movies don't mention China's involvement in the North Korean War and all of that stuff, but it also isn't like there's a regular American movie about Chinese people living a Chinese life, speaking in Chinese. It's kind of weird. Anyway, that is all for Mandarin, and I'm going to let you go. If you would like to leave a comment about the podcast.、Um, I didn't set up a Facebook page yet, but I will set up a Facebook page, and I will put it in the show notes for this episode. And if you want to support the podcast financially, I do a number of of other podcasts, and you can go to、uh, Patreon dot com slash Leverton, and the money will go to improving the sound quality. I know it's really bad, but I'm recording it on a phone in my living room.、Um, I have tried to do well. I mean, I won't b- bother you with the the production details, but this surprisingly is the best sound I can get in my current、uh, setup. So it's going to go to improving sound quality, having a place to record,、um, promoting the podcast, and all of that. So if you like what I do in this podcast,、uh, please uh, message me um, and uh, support the podcast financially. Thank you. And goodbye.